Hello, friends. This is the Messenger Podcast, where our goal is to develop messengers whose lives tell the story of the gospel. The gospel, the good news of life, can reach into every part of our every day. So we want to use this time to explore what it means for you and your world. I'm Austin Bevere, and today I am so excited to host the podcast as we continue our Money Matters series. I had the opportunity to be a guest a couple episodes back with my brother Addison, and today I am your host. Most importantly, we have a very special guest today. Tony Amoradio is in the house. He's the founder and chief financial strategist at Select Portfolio Management. And I recently had the opportunity to sit down and talk with Tony on the Money Made Simple course on our Messenger Courses All Access platform, where we dove into all things personal finance. And so if you haven't checked that out, I would 100% recommend that. But right now, today, Tony is here and he's going to discuss with us personal finances. But more specifically, we wanted to do a talk on personal finances in the midst of COVID-19, this pandemic, what it's done to our economy, and just give you great tips on what you can be doing today. And so I have an embarrassing story to start out with. Uh, Right when everything went down with COVID, the first person I went to was Tony and his team. I called them. I was like, hey, what should I be doing? And Tony gave me really simple, practical advice that I needed to follow. And I remember what I felt like before that phone call and then what I felt like after that phone call and just the relief I had felt from just hearing his wisdom on what would be the best things for me to do with my finances in this time. So Tony, long intro, but so good to have you here today. Austin, great to be with you. Awesome. Well, hey, I've I've had the privilege of being um, in close proximity with you over the last few months through different Zoom calls we've been doing and through the course. But I just want to today ask you some simple questions on uh, on this time period on COVID nineteen and just hear the wisdom from from you. So again, you are the guru. I am the uh, I am the uh, Padawan, you're the Jedi Master. So let's just dive into some of these questions. Sounds good? I look forward to it. Let's go. All right. Awesome. Okay. So first question would be, I think when this all start, first started going down, I was like, well, this will probably only last a couple months. But now we're in, we're in this several months. I think it's almost been four months where we've been in this COVID season. How long should we expect our economy to be this way? Well, Austin, that's a great question, but unfortunately, this is called a, a healthcare uh, correction or, or problem in our economy. So it's not something we can look back and say, you know, we have a lot of track record. We've had other viruses, but this one is really a tough one because we really don't have all the data, the science, the information. We don't know how long it's going to last. However, though, we have to look forward to the fact that we'll, we have currently some very good treatments for it. Uh, there are some vaccines that are on the border line of getting approved. Hopefully, we'll have something by year end is what's you know projected. Um, and of course, there's always the possibility that they will not even find a vaccine. So it could be with us for a very long time. Hopefully, it won't. But uh, this is a, a very contagious virus. Um, the good news, though, is the mortality rate relative to the infections is still very, very minute and low. And I think if we can get the virus under at least control, stop the spreading, eventually get you know 
a vaccine, but in the meantime, have good treatments, there's a very good probability that the economy will start to, you know, reopen as it already is, and we'll probably see a very tough third and fourth quarter. Uh, probably first quarter of 2021, we'll start to see more of a recovery, but I don't see really a full recovery till sometime in 2021. So we're going to have this period of where even though the economy is starting to reopen, there'll be some spikes in certain areas. Uh, there might be some regression back to some closings. So it's going to be very volatile over the next several months. So we can't really pinpoint. I wish I had a crystal ball, but obviously I don't. Only God knows that answer. But uh, we're hopefully going to get back on track here in about a year from now is what, what our hope, hopeful uh, you know projections are. Okay. And just kind of on that note, many people... Um, have their retirement accounts and they've seen it kind of fluctuate. It went way down at first and it bounced back. And there's just been a lot of volatility in the past couple months. And so in your opinion, what should people do? Should they pull their money out of retirement? Like what is what is the best thing for someone who has a retirement to do right now? Yeah, retirement, keep in mind, Austin, <clears throat> is a, a vehicle that's meant for long term. You know, retirement is not meant to be a short term vehicle, like you take a 401k, an IRA, a pension property. Of course, that really depends on the age of the person. So if a person's, let's say, 62 and they're retiring at 65, that's a big difference for a young man like yourself that maybe has 30, 35 years before you plan on tapping into your retirement. But when you go into that bucket of retirement, you're really looking for long term. This is not meant to be your emergency cash, your short term liquidity needs. This is meant to be a long term investment. So the first rule is whenever we have a correction of significance, and in my career I've had four major corrections, most of them have been you know, moderate to benign, um, the worst thing you can do is panic, you know, is really to take your money you know, and go to cash. Because invariably, if you take a good-sized correction like we had this year, the recovery of that correction normally takes place in anywhere from 18 months to maybe... 30 months in that range. And it could be a little less, a little more. Nobody has an exact time period. But the people that go to cash will virtually never recover. Because if you look at even the rates on money market rates or you know short-term investments on cash, you're looking at almost zero. So think about it. If you had a correction of 30% or more, and just think it, let's say you could earn even 1% on liquid cash, it would take you decades to recover. So the wise thing to do is not to panic, hold your course. Doesn't mean you shouldn't do some repositioning. So for example, during a correction like this, you might modify going from equity to equity, maybe changing the focus of what stocks will do better during this period of time. But really to go to cash is not a good idea. So my first rule is don't panic, sit tight, ride it out, let it come back. But that doesn't mean you have to do nothing in repositioning. You could still reposition, but remember the rule is you go from stock to stock, not from stock to cash. Got it. That is great, great advice. And I think something a lot of our listeners are probably in their twenties and thirties. And the good news is historically the stock market has trended upwards over the long haul, um, but of course in the short term there will be that fluctuation. And so the way I'm looking at it, which is kind of what you're saying, is I'm looking at it as. Um, in, in a sense, I'm able to buy some of these stocks at a lower price and then maybe 20 years down the road, 
I'll be looking back. And if I wouldn't have invested, I might be kicking myself because there's no way those stocks will ever get back to that. Price. Well, Austin, if so, you think about it, if you take a 401k where a person's adding money either biweekly or I should say bimonthly or every week, um, you know, they're really dollar cost averaging into those equity accounts. And very often they're in mutual funds. So they're really, like you said, taking advantage of the correction and that even though their portfolio may have went down, their new money is going into lower priced equities, which will then when the market comes back, that'll be an advantage. So in reality, there's a second part of that is if you have the extra cash to invest, it's probably very wise to look at some of these opportunities, we call it, in the stock market, where if you can have a a longer term vision, not looking at what I'm going to be in a week or a month from now, but I'm looking at where am I going to be maybe three years or five years from now. Many of those stocks at the end of March when the correction happened this year were at wholesale prices, which means that people that were courageous enough to not only not sell Austin, but also to buy, to add to their portfolio, actually, with you can see within the last you know few months have had a tremendous upswing in the market. And even though the you know, both the S&P and the Dow are still, you know, negative for year to date. Uh, the NASDAQ, of course, is positive, having a much better year. Those people that were wise, that didn't panic, didn't go to cash, held tight, but then added their portfolio, they even did even better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So rule number one, don't panic. Remember that, guys. So next question I have for you is we've, uh, I think back in April, most people received a stimulus check and there's talks of a second stimulus check. A question I would have for you is how should we be stewarding those stimulus checks? Well, you know, each individual person has their own situation, so you cannot generalize. Uh, so if a person is adequately reserved for their emergency cash, they might take that money and do different things than a person that's very low in that area and maybe needs that money to survive. So really, honestly, Austin, you cannot generalize, but typically those type of checks are meant for helping people to get through this virus until the economy gets back up to full speed. But for example, you could take, if you take a situation, let's say somebody lost their job and another person's still working and has surplus, you're talking about two different you know, situations. So you can't generalize, but I would say if you don't have emergency cash, those checks should be used for that purpose to carry you through the uncertainty we have with a healthcare virus like this. If, however, you're financially, you know, very well reserved and you're okay, you might even consider investing that money to get good returns on it. So you really can't look at this dynamic as to, you know, is it is a one size fits all? It's not. It really is customized. Each person has to look at their own individual situation. Okay. Absolutely. And that's good. I love how almost for all these questions, you're asking, where am I at? Am, am I in a healthy financial position? How old am I? How close am I to retirement? And I love that, Tony. And just our audience, I would recommend always kind of assess where you're at in your specific situation. But Tony, thanks for giving us kind of both sides. Hey, if I need this money right now, use it as an emergency fund, basically. But if I don't, maybe use it, in, or excuse me, if I don't, maybe save it for a rainy day. I love that. Um, so another question I have is some people would say I'm in a good financial place right now, um, but I just I don't know the financial ramifications um, long term of this pandemic. 
And so my question for you would be, what actions could people be taking? What actions should we be taking now to safeguard ourselves and our families um, in the future? Well, you know, the positive thing about this virus, it's caused people, Austin, to step back and look at their financial picture. Because, you know, prior to the virus, we had the strongest economy in our history. Things were going well. You know, the markets were doing good. The economy's doing good. People had a sense of complacency. And it's a, it's, it's a good time now to evaluate and look at where are you in terms of how you are balanced in your investments. Do you have enough emergency cash? Do you have the balance between short-term, moderate-term, and long-term investments? Um, what are your time horizons? You know, have you looked at your, your savings patterns? I mean, you can look at all these things right now, do a reflection, where am I right now? But to answer your question, let's talk first from a spiritual perspective. As Christians, the first thing we shouldn't have is fear. You know, fear is not of the Lord. You know, we are believers, and we believe that Christ is on the throne. He's in control. Okay, we know the end game. We know the end story. Guess what? We Christians, believers, we win. All right. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to have this smooth path. This has obviously been a very disruptive time in our country. And with this virus across the world, it's caused great chaos and great fear. But I think we should first look from a spiritual perspective is not to have that fear and panic to say, I'm going to trust you, Lord. We're going to get through this and I'm going to look forward. Now, the second thing from a practical perspective I think it's important to make sure that, number one, you do have enough in your emergency cash account because the virus could go longer than we would like. We really don't have a, you know, an end time on when this might dissipate or go away. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is you don't have to look at, you know, how secure is my job? You know, uh, do I need to put more in that account? But if you have a very secure position, maybe you don't make any changes. You just continue going along as, as we're... We're progressing and reopening the economy. So again, it goes back to, you know, it's it's really should be each individual looking at their position, but a great time to reflect on, you know, what are you doing right now relative to the situation and what if, what if, not being negative, but what if it goes longer than we anticipate? Do I have enough assets to carry me through that difficult time? Normally though, for most people, honestly, Austin, they shouldn't really make any significant changes they should continue doing what they're doing. You know, if they have a job, they're saving money, they're in their retirement plans, continue to do that. Uh, but reevaluate their, you know, really their reserves. I think that's what's really most important right now. That's a great answer. Thank you so much, Tony. And uh, that's a question I've been asking myself as well, just with everything going on. And so it's good to hear your wisdom. And um, something, I think probably the last question I want to ask you, Tony, is let's say someone found themselves where this pandemic hit and they unfortunately were in a really tough position financially and they've gotten the stimulus check and it's helped out a little. Um, but what kind of advice can you give someone who has just found themselves in a really rough position from all this, how they can start building their way out of the spot they're in? Well, I think, uh, you know, one area to start with Austin is a lot of times people like that really have not even done any budgeting or any analysis of really what are they spending? What can they cut back on? What do they absolutely need to survive during this pandemic? And I think often we can find a lot of weaknesses in the way we're spending money. And I think people like that sometimes are negligent on how they really budget or how they really spend their money. It's now time to tighten the reins, take a careful look at what your absolute needs are, cut back to that, and then ultimately 
Austin, I got to tell you, there, there still are many job needs out there. I mean, there are many businesses looking for employment. You know, so if you're not employed, my suggestion is, you know, it may not be the perfect job for you right now. It might be a means to an end. But I think most of us can find work if we really, really made an attempt. There's always someone wanting to hire someone. Now, I realize we have a high unemployment rate. It's a difficult time in our country. But, um, you know, if I had to do something that maybe I, it's not my first choice, but to carry me through this difficult time as a means to an end to get back to a normal situation, I think that's the other thing. You have to look at what income is coming in and what is going out. What's going out, you need to kind of reduce that to, you know, survival. What do you really need? And then as far as income, don't sit back and expect, you know, to get work. you got to go out and find it. Those would be really two things I'd highly suggest. Okay, that's a great answer. Ask, seek, knock is kind of a theme that I have personally is you just got to sometimes go out there. But Tony, great, great answer. And um, Tony did an amazing job of looking at pretty much every area of personal finance or pretty much every major area of personal finance and giving us great advice. And that's on the uh, the Money Made Simple course he did with us. And you guys can get access to that through Messenger courses, all access. You can get started with that course today for your monthly contribution of any amount. The reason why we're doing that is we know this is a difficult time. We wanna be there for you, but we also wanna empower you to have these tools. And, and one of them is how to get your finances right. And so, Tony, thank you so much for being here with us today and just taking the time to talk to us about finances during this different season. Thanks, Austin. I really enjoyed visiting with you today. Always a pleasure. And guys, just so you know, Tony, he is in the Money Made Simple course. You can access that at messengerpodcast.com forward slash all access. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in today. Remember, you are a messenger to the people in your world. Your life is a message. So lean into God's grace and watch your world change. Until next time. Thanks for listening to The Messenger Podcast. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review and be sure to subscribe and share these episodes through iTunes. You can connect with us through Facebook, Instagram, and through our website at messengerinternational.org. Until next time.